All right. Welcome to the Dual Threat Sports Podcast. It is, it is, it is great to have you. Um, my name's Danny. You know, you can call me DB, whatever you want. Um, and then my counterpart on the other end, name is Armand Sodi, aka the Indian Mamba. Okay. All right. Um, you know, I just had this idea. Um looking at people talking about sports and just how stupid some people are. So I had to fix some mistakes that they made. That's exactly what I'm going to do here. So um, let me just, let me just start off by saying, um, introducing our favorite teams. Um, start with the NFL, Arizona. I, I'm all Arizona, Arizona Cardinals, basketball, Phoenix Suns, baseball, Arizona Diamondbacks, you know, everything Arizona pro professional wise. Um, and then college, Kansas Jayhawks. Don't okay, okay. Before you think I'm bandwagon, Kansas Jayhawks. Look, I've been a fan of them for like so long. I just saw them on TV. You know, their uniforms look cool when I was like eight years old. And I'm just like, you know, this is my team, and I followed them. They happen to be good, so don't call me bandwagon. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm from Arizona, so. Love love the Cardinals. The Cardinals are definitely my top, like my highest priority of teams. And um, that's pretty much it. All right, my team NFL, uh, the Washington Redskins. They're nice. They're, they're gonna be Super Bowl champs like ten years. And right. basketball, the Thunder. But I don't. I barely. I don't really watch. The, I didn't really watch the Thunder at all. I watched a lot of Lakers basketball. So I like to think of myself as a Lakers fan too. Um, and then um, MLB, probably like the Dodgers or the Padres, because I used to live like near there, near that area, but I don't really watch MLB, so I don't really know anything. Mm-hmm. And then uh, college, college football, Ohio State Buckeyes. And then um, probably a bandwagon, if we're being honest. And then uh, college basketball, cool. uh, Ohio, Ohio State and Kentucky, because uh, you got to have like a good basketball team in there too. So I decided to pick Kentucky. For sure. No, in college, you're allowed to have multiple college teams. Exactly. Pros, There's like 200 teams, many, bro. Yeah, college, you can have some. Like, I forgot to mention Boise State, but of course, you got to be a local dude. Yeah. All right. Boise, you know, yeah. Boise let's get State into football, our winningest first, program in history. Let's get into our first yeah. episode, bro. Off-season winners and draft sure. winners combined into one. We'll have Daniel start us off with his off-season winners. All right. NFL offseason. So, um, my three winners of the entire offseason, so free agency and draft, are my Arizona Cardinals. Okay, before you call me a homer, just let me explain. So, them, Denver Broncos, Miami Dolphins. Let me just start with the Cardinals. Look, they had the steal of the century trading for V-Hop. That is, that is probably one of the biggest steals in the last decade. Um, Definitely the biggest steal this year to give up David Johnson, who had a bad contract. Um, and wasn't good. Yeah, he, he was good. I, he, there was just something wrong with him. He wasn't running hard as he was because he got his money. That's what happens to running backs when they get their money. Um, yeah, so to give up David Johnson, a second rounder and a fourth rounder to get D-Hop and, and a fourth rounder, it's 
no no one no one can explain it. I can't either. It's just insane. Bill O'Brien, you're my homie. Um second winner, Denver Broncos. They had a tremendous draft. Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, um Michael Ojai, don't even know his name, a cornerback from Iowa, and they had some other great defensive players. They had a really big draft. Um they're just their total their total off season was uh yeah, they, 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 they got like they got like AJ Boy and Jarrell yeah, Casey. AJ Boy, Jarrell Casey, Melvin Gordon, um Nick Vanette, tight end, um a couple linemen in there. They're looking great. Drew Locke, I don't I don't know if I'm a believer in Drew Locke, but if if he if he if Drew Locke is promising, then that team will definitely that definitely that team definitely has a promising future. And um oh yeah, and the Miami Dolphins. Now I was saying the entire year, like like Dolphins fans were saying, tank for two, tank for two. Um people thought they were gonna take Herbert and no, there's no way. There's no way they're taking Herbert. I said Tua and they got Tua. Um, definitely, they did not mess that up. That's definitely a winner for them. And then they get a tackle from USC, a corner from Auburn, um, and a bunch of other linemen to help protect Tua. Um, they also got Curtis Weaver from Boise State. Um, pretty happy about that. Uh, Raekwon Davis from Alabama. And then some of their signings, um, Adrian Colbert, Colbert uh, safety, Eric Flowers, a tackle, um, Jordan Howard, Byron Jones, Shaq Lawson, Emmanuel Agua. They, Kyle Van Noy, they had a great offseason. Um, they'll definitely be turned around. I don't know if it'll be as big as a turnaround, you know, the first year because rookie quarterbacks, it, does, it takes more than a year for them. But, like, it, it's like usually Kyler, their second right? year. Yeah, Kyler, I mean, we went 5-10 and 1 last year. Not great, but if you watched the games, you would know that we were a lot better than the record said. Um yeah, so those are my three winners. Um, go ahead. All right, my three. Uh, I had uh, the Cardinals and Dolphins too, but I have the Bucks as a free agency winner because uh, they got Tom Brady, who's going to make that team like so much better than they were last season. And then um, they had a that solid draft. They built up protection. They got Tristan Wirfs in the first round, and then they got um, I forgot their name, but the running back from Vanderbilt who should who should win the starting job over Ronald Jones. And then they they added um, another weapon for Brady. I for, don't even know the his name. But, um, hmm. Yeah, I'm uh, – um, it's Tyler Johnson from uh, Minnesota. So, I like I right. like that yeah. because Tyler, Tyler Johnson is super underrated. And he gives him, like, another big target. Um, opposite Mike Evans. So it's another, you know, big, mm-hmm. big red zone target as well. And my second offseason winner is the Ravens because they couldn't really do much in free agency because they had, they were like really hard capped, but they ended up shipping out a fifth round pick for Calais Campbell. And Calais Campbell was one of the best uh, defensive ends in the league. So that defense only got stronger. And then in the draft, they get, um, Patrick Queen from LSU, who's a salt, who's mm-hmm. um, regarded as the best pure linebacker in the class, because um, Isaiah Simmons is like a hybrid player; he can play linebacker or safety. And then the second round, they get okay. J.K. Dobbins for uh, from Ohio State, who um, was 
the second best um, um, running back in the class, and he could easily be the future of that offense. I don't think Mark Ingram has a lot left in the tank, and J.K. Dobbins uh, fits that offense perfectly. He's like a perfect complement to Lamar. And then getting another weapon in Devin Duvernay from Texas, um, he could play the slot. Yeah, he has a chance him. to be like that number one target there because he, yeah, he could. The Ravens didn't really have a lot of weapons last year. Um, I mean, their leading receiver re- receiver was uh, a tight end, which I mean doesn't happen to a lot of teams. So they obviously need that uh, wide receiver help. Mm-hmm. And Devin Duvernay has a chance to be that guy. And my final you know, season. Um, or sorry, go ahead. No, you know, what'd you say? Uh, Devin Duvernay and Kyler Murray are cousins. Oh. So Kyler Murray. <laughs> and then our final offseason winner for me is the Chargers. Uh, they had a great offseason as well. They got um, – they made that defense insane. Added Linville Joseph to the defensive line and then mm-hmm. added Chris Hirschinger to that second – that secondary is probably one of the best in the league. Uh, we're talking um, Casey Hayward, Desmond King, Derwin James, uh, and then now Chris Harris Jr., and then on that front line, you got Linville Joseph, Melvin Ingram, and Joey Bosa. So the front lines, I mean, the Chargers have arguably one of the best defenses in the NFL. And then uh, they bolstered their offensive line and uh, Tri Turner and Brian Beluga. So their offensive line that was a weakness is getting stronger. And then they drafted their future quarterback, Justin Herbert, who I absolutely – I love that pick. And they got um, a linebacker. Their middle linebacker core uh, is a little weak. And they, saw, uh, they drafted Kenneth Murray, who – um, mm-hmm. second best running uh, linebacker in the class, and I just like what the Chargers did in the offseason as a whole. Interesting, nice. So, uh, I, I realized something I, I went through explaining the teams without explaining the Cardinals draft. I just said they're their free agency. First of all, Isaiah Simmons fell in their lap to eight, it, you had to take him, they didn't even hesitate. I watched the video of Steve Kahn, uh, when the Panthers picked. Steve Kahn, the Cardinals general manager, when the Panthers picked Derrick Brown, immediately he's like, all right, Simmons, it's, it was a no-brainer. Um, and then we got, in the third round, Josh Jones, offensive tackle from Houston. He was projected in some people's boards first rounder, first round to early second round, and he fell all the way in the third round, which is unbelievable. And then two, two defensive tackles uh, from Utah and LSU, so just in, increased the – uh, defensive line, and then uh, sixth rounder, Evan Weaver, from a linebacker from Cal. He led the country in tackles last year with almost 200 tackles, which is unbelievable. Got him in the sixth round. And then uh, Eno Benjamin, a running back from Arizona State. Uh, he's he's known for his open field, like uh, open field elusiveness. He's very hard to tackle. Um got someone from Arizona State. He's staying in Arizona. Um, yeah, I think I just I, – I know I'm a Cardinals fan, but that I just don't see another team with a more improved offseason than us. On to our offseason um, losers. I'll, I'll start us off here. Um, the Texans obviously made that terrible trade for uh, trading away DeAndre Hopkins. Thank you, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, and then – that even in that trade, they didn't even get a first rounder, and they took on David Johnson's terrible contract, and then um, they um, they traded a, a second round pick for Brandon Cooks, who I I think they suppose is gonna um, replace Hopkins. But even though Cooks, I like Cooks' talent, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. 
the past couple of years, he suffered a bunch of concussions. So um, I don't trust his ability to stay healthy along with Will Fuller's. And overall, I just don't think they had a – I mean, that Hopkins trade was just terrible, so they automatically, like, had a terrible offseason once that happened. Mm-hmm. And then my second loser from the offseason um, in the drafting Jones, the Packers, drafting Jordan Love in the first round is probably the worst thing they could have done because you're in a win-now mode. You shouldn't be looking towards the future. Aaron Rodgers still has a good four or five years left in the tank. And they could have gotten a player like um, T. Higgins, Denzel Mims, around that spot, a player could have developed into a great number two receiver for Rodgers and instead they draft for the future. And then in the second round, they take a running back, A.J. Dillon. I don't know what he's going to provide to that offense because they already have Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams who both balled out last season. So I don't know what um, LaFleur and Com- what they were thinking there. And then my final um, uh, loser free agency is the Rams. They lost a lot of key pieces, Clay Matthews, Dante Fowler, Corey Littleton, mm-hmm. and uh, they let Todd Gurley go. Um, so I just think the Rams lost a lot of key pieces on defense and offense. So I don't think they're going to be as explosive as they were um, two years ago, especially when they signed a bunch of players to big contracts. They're very hard capped and couldn't afford to keep those key defensive pieces that they need for a Super Bowl run. Right. Um, so, yeah, my – my look, my losers. I again, I had the Texans as well. You don't even have to explain that. I also had the Rams. Um, yeah, their defense just got cut in half almost. Um, they also lost their Pro Bowl kicker, Greg Zerlin. Um, Brandon Cooks. They lost a lot. They're they're not going to be uh, from two years ago when they were in the Super Bowl. They're going to be um, just not even a shell of their old selves. They're they're not going to be very great. But they're I mean they're compared to the rest of the NFL, they're still going to be probably an above team. average team. But in the NFC, especially the NFC West, it's man, it's going to be tough. Um, another loser I had was the uh, um, Patriots, New England Patriots. Um, I mean Bill Belichick, you never know what he's doing, so it, it could work out, but. They again. They lost obviously their savior. They lost the man who's been there almost two decades, Tom Brady. Um, they lost Kyle Van Noy. They lost Ben Watson, uh, Philip Dorsett. They lost two two alignment, and they also lost their Pro Bowl kicker, uh, Stephen Gostkowski. Um, and their draft was probably the worst, in my opinion. They they drafted a, so a D2 was, it, was it a safety? safety? Yeah, yeah. D two safety. And then they got a defensive end from Michigan. Um, and then a bunch of other picks that just really weren't great. Uh, I I just I, – I did not like their draft. I did not like their offseason. They didn't do really anything in free agency except for take uh, one of the Cardinals receivers, Demir Bird. I love that guy, but uh, we don't really miss him that much. Um, uh, I had one more loser. It was the um, – Let's see. Actually, no, that that might have been it. But um, yeah, Patriots probably. It's either Patriots or Texans who had the worst by far. I agree, hundred percent. And then now we're gonna trans uh, transfer over to our draft winners. Um, so I have a couple draft winners. Um, my first draft winner are uh the Giants. Um, they got. 
I mean, probably the most pro-ready tackle in Andrew Thomas, a big need, will protect their investments in Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. And then a safe, they got a steal of a safety in Xavier McKinney in the second round, which is an absolute, which is might be one of the bigger steals of the draft. Um, he was projected to go in the first round on many people's boards. So I like what the Giants did in the draft. And um, I said that I have the Cowboys as a winner too. Um, getting CD Lamb um, at 17 when he was projected to go like pick 13. And that adds yet another weapon for uh, Dak Prescott. And um, I mean, that receiving course, probably one of the best in the league. Um, Michael Gallup, Cooper, and Lamb is just going to be great. And then uh, they got uh, Trayvon Diggs, cornerback from Alabama. Uh, Stephon Diggs' cousin, and that hopefully will help uh, you know fill the mm-hmm. void that well, fill the void that Byron Jones left. And they got a great defensive tackle in uh, Nelvin Galmore from uh, Oklahoma, which is another steal. He was projected to go in the second round, so I like the Cowboys draft as well. And then the Colts getting Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. Uh, solidifying that uh, offense. Jonathan Taylor is going to be great behind that that offensive line in Indianapolis. Michael Pittman is going to be a perfect complement to T.Y. Hilton because he has the size and length to be a great red zone target. And then uh, Jacob Eason, um, that could be a great steal because um, they, then if they don't have to invest the draft capital next year into a quarterback, if Eason can uh, progress under Rivers. So Colts had a great draft. And then the final uh, team that I think had a great draft was the Minnesota Vikings. Um, Justin Jefferson, the perfect number two in this league, can play the slot corner, play, can play outside. Uh, great weapon um, for uh, Kirk Cousins. And then getting Jeff Gladney, who I think is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in this draft class, plays very aggressive. Um, even though he's only 5'9", plays like he's like a 6'7 corner. So I love Jeff Gladney. And Building up that offensive line yet again when the, their running game was such a big strength last year, getting Urza Cleveland from BSU and then um, to, you know, build up that offensive line depth and got getting corner Cameron Dantzler from Mississippi State, who they have to build up the secondary, especially after losing Trey Wins and Xavier Rones. So overall, it's just a great draft by the Vikings. For sure. Um, and I, again, I agree with a bunch of those teams. I think the Colts definitely had a top draft, um, Cowboys. I also, I liked the Browns, what they did. They So they got Jedrick Wills, great tackle, you know, protect Baker, who a lot of people don't like Baker. I like Baker. Um, and in the second year in a row, last year I remember in the second round, they got, they robbed uh, Greedy Williams. He fell that far from cornerback from LSU. This year they did it again. Grant Delpit, safety from LSU. Second round, fell to him. I don't know how that happened. Oh, um, yeah, the Browns, yeah. I love, I love that pick. And then um, a few picks later, uh, in the sixth round, uh, Donovan, Donovan Jones from Michigan. Yeah, I've watched him for many years. Feels like he was in college for about 16 years. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they had a, a good draft. Um, a team that you also didn't mention was or the new Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, they're, they, they went small. They're – their first three pick, their three of the first four picks. They reached. They reached so hard for Damon Arnett though, at nineteen. Like he was yeah, projected they, to go in the third round. Yeah, that's that's a that's John Gruden's thing. He likes to reach. Um, yeah. Still a good corner though. And then the receivers, Henry Ruggs, of course, 
I didn't like the Henry Ruggs uh, pick either. Should have got really? Judy or CD Lamb. Pick of the litter, and they go with the speedster. I just I don't know. To, fit, to fit with the Raiders, I, I like I, I like I like Ruggs for them. Um, and then uh, Lynn Bowden Jr. Kentucky didn't watch much of him, but. I think he's a quarterback and receiver, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see. And then the pick right after that, they went two in a row. They got another receiver, Ryan Edwards from South Carolina. Um, so they, they're they learning with the receivers for Derek Carr. I don't know if they like Derek Carr. Um, they, I've heard some things. Gruden isn't – he doesn't really believe in Derek Carr, but uh, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see how he does. It's uh, – some more weapons, and then a team that you mentioned, the Vikings. Uh, look, they lost Stephon Diggs, get Jeff, Justin Jefferson. Uh, he's a monster. He's he's a big target. Um, you know, he's he just you saw it in the you saw it in the college football playoff last year. And he he just took it over. Um, and then yeah, they got a corner from TCU, Ezra Cleveland, big tackle from Boise State, represent. Um, they had a big draft. They had a lot of players. Um, but yeah, so, and then, yeah, I think the team that won the draft the most was probably the Dolphins. The Dolphins, again, Tua, that's, that, that's exactly what they had to do. If he, if he can stay healthy, he will be I mean, he's much pretty better much, than Justin. He has the like same upside as Joe Burrow, I think. I, I think he'll be better than Burrow. Yeah, I think. I don't know if I'm I mean, a big believer. I think Burrow's already has like experience in that NFL offense, which he ran under Joe Brady. Mhm. So yeah, and that brings that brings me to the Bengals. Um, not many people talk about like how good of a draft they had because obviously they just they picked Burrow. That's like what they had to do. They they got T Higgins, that's, which I can't believe he fell that far. And then they also got a linebacker from Wyoming who. Uh, he was he would he played against Boise State a bunch. I remember watching him. He's a good Logan player. Wilson. Yeah, Logan Wilson. Um, yeah, I like what the Dolphins did or what the Bengals did. Um, they I, they won't be they won't be good next year, but they won't be. What were they one and fifth, two and fourteen last year? Something yeah, like that. three and thirteen maybe. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and another team you mentioned, the Cowboys. CD fell in their lap somehow. Uh, I know my brother's an Eagles fan. He was pissed. He wanted CD. Um, and then, I mean, Jalen Rieger is gonna be pretty free, pretty freaking good, in my opinion. Yeah, he, yeah, he's he's, he's fast, underrated. Oh, that yeah. The Eagles also had a decent offseason. They just picked up speed. Yeah, but is... for their draft, I don't know. The whole Jalen Hurts thing still. I like it. I mean, Carson Wentz hasn't played a full season in so long, so they need to invest in a decent backup, at least. That's true. And there's talks of them running a two-quarterback offense, maybe. Um, But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they do. And then – let's see here. Um, Do you want to go to our losers now? Yeah, draft losers. Go ahead. All right. My first draft loser, um, obviously, um, is the Packers taking Jordan Love, and I'm and AJ Dillon just made no sense. No position was a need, so I think they lost the draft right there. 
And then I said the Raiders were losers because uh, uh, I didn't like the pick of Henry Ruggs. I think Judy or uh, C.D. Lamb are, are true number one receivers. I don't think Henry Ruggs is a true number one receiver. He's more of like a deep threat kind of receiver, which, I mean, isn't bad, but I think Derek Carr, they don't have like that true number one receiver. I mean, Tyrell Williams isn't a number one receiver, so they need that. And then I think um, – the Bears had a, didn't do the best draft. They took Cole Komet with their first pick, and they have 10 tight ends on their roster. Just makes that sense. pick made no sense to me. Yeah, and, they also uh, lost all their first rounders for getting Khalil Mack. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not – and then my other winner uh, loser I had was the Falcons. Um, reaching for A.J. Terrell, they should have taken a, a page out of the Cowboys book. Um, you don't draft need, you draft BPA. Um, Cowboys did not need a wide receiver and they still took CD Lamb. So if they would have taken CD Lamb, could you imagine that offense? Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and CD Lamb. Um, especially um, their, their defense isn't the best. And when you're playing in a team like the NFC South, um, teams in the NFC South, like the Saints and the uh, Bucks, which are going to be high powered offenses, you, the best hope you have is going to be to keep up with them scoring wise and hope your defense can get like a couple of stops. So I think investing in that offense with CeeDee Lamb would have been um, the better pick there. And plus, they could have got Trayvon Diggs in the second round, who could be, just, who in my opinion, could be better than A.J. Terrell in the NFL as well. So those are my losers. Yeah. So I I explained some of my offseason losers. Some of my offseason losers are my draft losers. Uh, yeah, the Patriots, they. They just did nothing. I, I, Belichick might be used to just having, you know, old veterans on his roster, but man, he did not do, he did not really do much in this draft or the, just the offseason in general. Yeah, Patriots, um, they, they might have the worst draft, but actually probably not the worst, but they're, they're down there. And then again, you mentioned the Falcons. Um, they definitely reached for AJ Terrell. That was a big reach. Um, and then they took a they took Marlon Davidson from Auburn in the second round. It it just it wasn't a great draft. They only had six picks, but I mean, look at the Cardinals. They had six picks, but we made all our picks count. Um, and then um, I also didn't really like the Panthers draft. I mean, Derek Brown, of course, he's a great player, but when they were they were the seventh pick, they they took Derek Brown over Isaiah Simmons. I mean, I thank them for that. But it's not what I would have done. They just they strengthened their D line. They, uh, Yeter Gross Matos, um, Penn State, um, and then they get earlier later they got a another defensive tackle. They they did only defense in their draft, which I mean that's that's I mean that's definitely what they needed. But I I just I don't see the Panthers really doing much next year, even with Teddy Bridgewater. Um, yeah, that that'll probably do it for my losers. Um, I would say the Texans, but they they didn't have a first round pick, so they and they only had five picks overall. They really did not get much either. Um, yeah, the Texans were one of the draft losers, but they were probably the biggest off season loser. Yeah, I mean they didn't even get any corners. I mean Ross Blacklock was a good pick, but they needed cornerbacks for sure. They got they got one in the fourth round. John they Reed did. from Penn State. Oh, uh, I mean yeah. Trayvon Diggs, um, some other corners that went late. Bryce Hall, 
could have had one of those players for sure. Yeah, they, sure. they could have took Trayvon Diggs. Um, but yeah, so uh, what should we move to now? We could we could go. Um, I don't know, just early just season predictions overall, just Super Bowl prediction, MVP prediction. Um, oh, MV! I think MVP is gonna. I think it's gonna go to either a player like Kyler Murray, or I think um, Mahomes. Mahomes maybe going back to back or not back? Yeah, Mahomes might might win it again if he stays healthy because he threw for almost forty touchdowns and missed like three or four games, right? Could yeah, potentially he, see Deshaun yeah. Watson do uh, having an MVP season too if he does ball out and lead the Texans um, to the playoffs. That could be sick. And then early – oh, one more player, Josh Allen, bro. Josh Allen, don't sleep on really? Josh Allen. He's going to really? be okay. nice next year. And then my I, Super Bowl – I mean – What's – yeah, yeah go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, no, no, go ahead. My Super Bowl prediction, probably say um, – I, I'm really high. Uh, either I think my three contenders from the AFC are going to be the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Browns. Um, yeah, and then from the uh, NFC side, I could see the Niners, the Saints, the Bucks, um, Cowboys potentially. Of course, yeah, and then potentially even the Cardinals. So there's a lot of contenders in the NFC. So I mean, I don't really. I have to wait to see the schedules come out before I can like yeah. truly make a prediction. Yeah, and that'll probably be the next episode once this like schedule comes out. Then we'll be able to predict game by game in the playoffs and stuff like that. And I can't wait for that Thursday night at what eight Eastern. Yeah, that'll that'll be yeah. very exciting. Um, so. Oh yeah, so so MVP. I like you. Said, I like how you said Kyler. Um, so first of all, let's just get the straight away. It's gonna be Lamar up there. It's gonna be Patrick Mahomes. Um, it's gonna be Russell Wilson. Now Deshaun Watson, he phenomenal talent, but his 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 go to when it like when things went bad, his go to receiver is now gone. Like he he has no one to fall back on. Number one is gonna be Will Fuller, who. He does great. He did great for me in fantasy, except he just – he can't play a full season to save his life. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Kyler. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say too much. He, he'll be – I think he'll be top five in the voting. Um, it's happened two years in a row now, the second year of a, a quarterback season – or a second year of a quarterback's career is, is always a drastic improvement. And – Everything is pointing Mahomes. to that being the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, everything for the Cardinals is pointing that way because, you know, they've just improved so much. Kyler's got an off-season under – or got a season under his belt. Cliff Kingsbury got a season under his belt. It's it's just all looking up for from now, and the defense will get better. So, I think Kyler will definitely be um, – he'll definitely be up there. I could see Baker, too, if he – Yeah, that's – yeah, I – Baker will have a bounce back season for sure. He, yeah, he gets a lot of hate. I'm not, I don't really know why. Probably because he's a diva. Um, but he, he had a great rookie season, and then, you know, he did not have a good season last year. But I think that's the OBJ effect. I don't like OBJ. I think he's very overrated. Um, I think he's he, under. I think he's overhated. I think he's underrated. Overhated. Is he underrated? underrated? Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he he was 
he had a couple of good seasons in New York. Um, but he he didn't have a good season last year in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah over we'll a thousand. Yeah, we will. We will. Um, yeah, and then so for Super Bowl predictions. So for first of all, I got to get this out of the way. The AFC is no, the NFC is so much more inferior or uh, superior to the AFC. The NFC is eight times harder. Ever like it, it's just it's not even a comparison. Yet the AFC has like one team that'll win the Super Bowl, but no, the AFC will be dominated by the Chiefs and the Ravens again. You know, put them one and two, however you want. It's going to be those teams. It's 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 not even going to be a comparison. Hopefully, the Ravens cannot choke in the playoffs. Um, if if they don't, I the Ravens, they're my Super Bowl prediction. And like like I said uh, before, this they could go sixteen and zero. They're not going to because that just doesn't happen. But they they could they could, and I think they'll take it all the way. And for the NFC, um, yeah, there's many teams. One team I, that you said I don't agree with is the Cowboys. They're not. I don't think they're making the playoffs. Um, I mean, I think the Eagles have a better chance of making the playoffs, but just talent-wise, they're so they're so good. Yeah, and you know, Seahawks get there. The 49ers, man, our our division, NFC West, is just insane. I, so is that NFC South. NFC South is probably second or third with the AFC. NFC West. NFC East is always competitive as well. I mean, even though the teams aren't the best, it's always like a dogfight for whoever's going to win first place. Like the Redskins were like two and seven, like two and two and seven last year, and could still made the playoffs. Like that's just how bad yeah, slash think, competitive that league thing is. I think both of the East divisions, the AFC East and the NFC East, are the two worst. I think the AFC East is the worst. Um, the best team is going to be the Bills. Dolphins will be improved, but and the Jets, Jets will be are, decent too. The Jets, nah, they they just they might get better, but they'll never be good. The Jets are just a team that never gets better. Um, and then the Patriots, obviously, when it happened at them, and then the NFC East, Cowboys. I they had they got CD, but they 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 aren't even paying Dak, and Dak might hold out. So now they have Andy Dalton, which. Could be he could be a solid backup, <coughs> and then uh, the Giants free free Saquon, please free my boy Saquon. He, I feel so bad for Saquon. Daniel Jones is he's not bad. He people say he's better than Tyler, and I like laugh when I see that sometimes. Um, but no, Saquon Saquon's their team. I feel bad for him. Uh, he once his rookie contract's over, he's probably gonna ask it to opt out. Or asked to be moved somewhere else. Um, I think, and then the, and the Redskins, obviously, obviously they got better. Uh, Chase Young got the like, best player in the draft. They, 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 got, they got Antonio they Gibson got from Memphis, who's who uh, is like people are preparing to like Christian McCaffrey. So yeah, and you guys also signed Kyle Allen. Who is he? Wait, who's going to be your starting? Because you lost Case Keenum. Haskins, and then we got Th- Thaddeus Moss. Oh yeah, Haskins. UD, yeah, uh, you lost, free agent. You lost Keenum and Colt McCoy. Yeah. Um, but you got uh, – see, so you guys signed Peyton Barber, Ronald Darby, mm-hmm. uh, Thomas Davis, Kendall Fuller, Cody Latimer, 
Where he and Sean Davis. Uh, yeah, J.D. McKissick. Yeah, you guys had a decent offseason. Um, it'll it'll take a couple of years for you guys. Ron Rivera, I think he'll to definitely turn that place around in a couple of years. Um, but I think uh, the Eagles are probably the best team if Wentz can stay healthy. Yeah, if um, if Wentz stays healthy, I think the Eagles are my favorite to win that division. But if not, I think the yeah. Eagles. I think Hurts can be a monster though. Yeah, and again, we'll get to, like, all the division winners later when the schedule comes out. But I think just looking at it now, I they say it's a two-team race, the Eagles and Cowboys. I I don't see the Cowboys at all. I just – I don't. I don't they, – they're hyped up every year. They haven't been to an NFC championship since in our entire life. They haven't been since, like, the 90s. Um, yeah. <laughs> Cowboys fans are – I mean, they're just – they're kind of annoying. They think they're going to win every year. They don't like Skip Bayless. Um, yeah, the, I mean, Skip Bayless, he has some tips that are okay. He likes Kyler, which I like, but everything else is kind of, yeah. All right. I think, I think that's going to cap it off for our first episode. Went over yes, sir. off-season winners, draft winners, and our, you know, very early, like, MVP predictions and division predictions. So, mm-hmm. didn't want to end this yeah, off. So, yeah, stay tuned. Um, I don't, I don't know when our next episode is gonna be. Maybe probably next week. It'll be after the schedule comes out for sure. And then that'll probably be our main point, just talking about the schedule and predictions and all that. But yeah, um, thanks for tuning in, and uh, I'll let Armand have the last word. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.